Lockie's been traveling around the world. He's got no time for me. That don't mean he can't take a mo to do some podcasting. Hello and uh, welcome to 3HR Solo Edition with your boy Lockie. Um, here to do a podcast about the only game I've been able to play because, as you may have heard from a couple weeks ago, if you listen to Louis' solo podcast, I am in Vietnam, uh, which is great. I'm on holiday, but we haven't been able to get together and record a thing, so we both thought we'd do a couple of solo ones, and this is my one. And before we get going, I just have to say, holy shit, Louis, uh, this is the first time you're hearing this, your music on the last two podcasts have been unreal. It's been so good. Uh, for your one on your solo podcast, yeah, did a huge smile on my face. That was brilliant. You're a superstar. And yeah, Sansi, in last episode's music was at the exit. Uh, the outro was unreal. So good. Uh, so if you haven't listened to those, go back, listen to the last two, listen to Louis' solo episode. It's great. And here, welcome to mine. So, as I said, I'm on holiday, and with that comes the tricky thing of not being able to play many games, which always sucks. But I have been able to play one, and I played one game on my phone, and it also sucks. But there are some interesting things about it. Uh, so the one game I've pretty much been playing is what is essentially a pretty shit Facebook game called Everwing. It was released last year at the end of uh, 2016 and is made by a company called Blackstorm Labs uh, within their game division. I think they're like a tech company. Pfft, I mean, it's not really worth talking about them, to be honest. Um, but when I first played this game... So it's, it's got all the typical Facebook game tropes that you think of when you think of what was a Facebook game of old. And thankfully, the Facebook game era has very much declined from its strength. Fuck, I don't know how many years ago, but the likes of Farmville and things like Mafia Wars that just had, you know, all the things that made them uh, infamous for all their bad features... A lot of them do follow through into this game. But basically, it's a very social game, and I got invited to it by some people, as Facebook games often do sort of insist that you invite your friends through terribly annoying uh, invites. But my uh, some of the people I play League with were playing it, oddly enough, and they are like, play this game. So I accepted the invite, and it was pretty trash, and I didn't play it because it was boring, um, and essentially what this game is just to fill you guys in it's an infinitely scrolling vertical scrolling shooter where you take the uh, form of a fairy you can unlock these different ones and you unlock these dragons which flank you right and left and you can upgrade them and get all sorts of different ones it's pretty, pretty typical 
And as you go along, you shoot up vertically, you can power up, waves of enemies fall from the sky, and you shoot them, they can drop power-ups, blah, blah, blah. And it's a high-score thing, so you keep going, there are bosses every few waves, and you get a high score. And it's basically about getting a high score and grinding through the game to upgrade your character to keep pushing for this high score. Uh, But, again, it's got a lot of those typical things that make Facebook games really crap such as um, two currencies, one premium, one standard, uh, quests that like require you and missions that require you to recruit friends to complete them, which is just obviously pushing the games that you want to play onto other people is never an enjoyable task, uh, except when you can do it through a podcast and force them to play it, which is good. Uh, and also time-gated content where you're forced to leave the game to re-get energy to be able to access certain content, which is crap. It's all bad. There's a reason that everyone hated them, and the fact that they did so so well with all their... Uh, the addictive features that, you know, uh, and microtransactions in particular um, made everyone hate them, and there was a massive swing to them, but they seem to have died down massively... The reasons why I'm not so sure, maybe just gaming on social platforms uh, has just declined. And also, I guess, with the introduction of the iPhone and the similar microtransaction-based free games, um, just over time, I guess, people have... It was a sort of phase that people have phased out of largely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're still doing better than ever, but uh, from as far as I'm aware, they seem to be a lot less impactful than they used to be, especially on things like your Facebook feeds. Uh, And thank heavens. But the amazing thing is with this game, what turned me from thinking it was crap and not playing it to kind of being at all interested was when I realised that it wasn't actually pay-to-win, which is bizarre because this game has a totally built pay-to-win sort of setup and... Everything about this game, just I just see it, see it, and I just presume it was pay to win, especially with the two currencies. Uh, tell me a game that has a premium currency, which you can't buy, which is surreal. And one day I was I started playing this game uh, because I had nothing else to play. I think I was just sitting down on a couch here in Vietnam uh, on holiday, super bored, and I go to look at how much um, the currency costs, just out of interest. And not for the life of me can I find any place to purchase this currency, which was super shocking and sort of made me interested and actually able to compete with the other people who I'm playing with uh, because it's not pay to win and it's essentially essentially grinding and luck um, and skill that uh, makes you able to achieve these high scores, which is actually kind of interesting uh this game is a total mystery to me i have no idea at all how it makes money without any sort of i mean maybe it's super hidden but i've clicked every button i can click and haven't been able to find a shop uh maybe it's something they plan to introduce later but i think this game was released uh november last year and it's now june this year and there's no advertising between rounds Um, no anything really 
no premium currency. I just don't know how they make no initial cost. But uh, it seems to be doing very well. And it was named, I think, Facebook's game of 2016, which, whatever, you know. Um, and back to this premium currency, I think it's super weird the way it works because it's got a very, very odd value in which you can use it to do the typical things that you'd expect from a uh, pay-to-win game, like buy these dragon eggs, and as these eggs hatch, you can get different rarities, which are some are stronger than others. Um, and the main main eggs, the legendary eggs that guarantee you legendaries, because they're it's all like percent drop, as many sort of you know all chests are these days in games that offer loot crates. Um, these eggs are very similar, except they're at different price points, and the percentage chance of getting legendaries and rares are higher with the more expensive eggs. Uh, and the most expensive ones use only premium currency and are super expensive and not at all really worth it. Or, But they're also... It's super hard to grind this currency. And if you're playing normally, which you sort of have to, because there's no option to buy the premium currency... Uh, you have to grind for it, which is a super, super weird experience. And the gains of these... So basically, this premium currency is trophies. There's trophies and coins, and you get coins, a ton of coins. You can get a couple thousand each time you play around, whereas trophies, each uh, a trophy drops from every boss, and that's about really the only way to get them. And you'll face maybe three, four, five bosses per run, and so it's a maximum of potentially getting, say, five trophies, and one of these legendary eggs costs, off the top of my head, it's something like 3,000, um, which 3,000 divided by five, you know, huge amount of time being played if you're looking to get that. It's just, just not for me. Um, and also, very weirdly enough, it's got a very sort of... Uh, what's the word? Like, just uneven value for the different things that seem appropriate. So you can also buy energy for these boss battle modes, um, which is the sort of time-constrained, uh, time-gated content, which you... Um, uh, which you can, like, buy, and it's just rubbish, because basically every five minutes you get another chance to fight this boss but I think to buy one extra energy costs 250 trophies, which is just terrible value, considering that 250 uh, trophies or five-minute wait time, you know, that's, that's crazy skewed, because it'll take you a day to grind out um, 250 trophies, whereas just waiting five minutes for the same thing for free is crazy. Uh, but who knows? Anyway, so there's all, there are other modes in this. Um, the main one I would say is this boss battle feature where a big enemy turns up, and every one of your friends that you play it with fight the same boss, um, and you take it down together. And it's the only real way to get any good rewards because this boss does drop really good rewards, but the fact that you require friends to take it on is a bit of a bummer.
because otherwise, you know, where are you meant to find friends from for these dumb games? Like, I don't want to have a group of friends that play this game really. You know, you know I'm looking for people who aren't playing this sort of Facebook game constantly. However, the only way that this game can be sort of made fun is by having a big group of people playing it constantly, which is a super awkward juxtaposition, uh, but it's just the way it is. The people I play it with, I think sort of a couple of them uh, I'm sort of friends with, I'm friends with, and then the rest are people they know, which is good because, as I was saying, realistically, I don't want my friends. Obviously, do what you want, and um, if you enjoy it, I'm not going to judge you, but, I mean... Playing this game, yeah, it's. I don't think it's the best use of time. On holiday, sure, I mean, whatever. Don't get me started. Um, yeah, and so that's what these boss battles are, and it's why they're kind of fun, and it's really the only way to get any good rewards, because with these boss battles, when you do a certain amount of damage, uh, you unlock rewards. So if you do a small amount of damage, you get to choose a bronze chest if you do a good chunk you might get to choose two silver chests a little bit more three silver chests and then it goes up to like a gold chest and once you all uh, communally defeat this boss it brings up this big it's like four by four grid of chests and depending how many you get say you get two silver chests you'll have the four by four um silver chest appear and you may get to choose two of them, and they're all random, and they've all got different rewards, including all the sorts of tiers of dragon eggs and massive amounts of coins and massive amount of trophies. And it's the only really real way of, other than cheating, which I think you can do, um, getting, get, like, large amounts of currency and these legendary eggs. It's all a bit skewed. Maybe I just haven't figured it out as well in the sort of few hours that I've been playing it for but um I don't know man who knows uh, also in this game I think the scaling is super awkward because it's about constantly improving grinding your character to make them stronger um and as you do so your sort of ability to progress through the game uh becomes easier and as a result, your score becomes better. But at the same time, every time you play, you have to refresh from the very start. So after a few hours, you've scaled up by upgrading your character's strength through coins and by getting stronger dragons and training these dragons. Um, you progress with strength, and but the game stays the same difficulty at the start, you know, because... Obviously, when you're progressing through and getting a score, the essentially going from the difficulty of 0 to 500 in score has to remain constant, otherwise the scoring system's flawed. But the problem is, you scale up constantly, which makes the beginning of the game insanely easy, which at the, at the start is very rewarding, because um, when you're struggling with these enemies and then you die to them because you can't clear them fast enough. When you get the ability to clear them fast enough and progress on and see new enemies, it's very rewarding. However, once you're at quite a decent stage, um, the beginning just becomes stupidly easy, and you can pretty much just put the phone down, not even bother, and just clear each wave instantly, making the first, I don't know, like three minutes of the game 
of each run infinitely easy, which is no fun at all. And then it super scales super hard. It starts dropping loads more meteors, which are essentially just objects that fall straight down and you have to avoid. Um, and the waves increase massively uh, in terms of speed. So the level at which you progress is sort of gated in a way. It's a very awkward um, progression of... And I've sort of not nearly maxed out the character at all, but in terms of her personal strength, it's sort of maxed out. Um, So it means now every time I play, the first sort of three minutes of each run is just not challenging at all and therefore not very rewarding at all. Um... Because if you have to go through three minutes of zero challenge to get to what may be a minute of challenge or two minutes of challenge, depending how long you can last, it's just not a very uh, rewarding sort of system. But whatever. I mean, I'm talking like this game in you know a fair bit of detail, whereas essentially it's just a fun little Facebook game. This game, and no way am I saying that this game should be good. It, I'm not things this game should be really really super fun you know i didn't pay a triple a price tag for it at all it's free uh it's just a social little game that you play on your phone or on your browser um but you know it's still my time that's being taken up and you still want to use your time the best as possible um so it's still i think worth worth talking about and i mean the fact that it is a social game is super good because yeah you know it's, it's always fun to compete with people and it's got a super satisfying thing where if you pass someone's score it goes and your name leaderboard gets placed above them on the leaderboard yeah little things like that are fun and also to be fair these community boss battles where you all work together to defeat one enemy is actually kind of rewarding in a way you know it shows you how much each person's contributed to the fight um and all that's really great uh, and almost one of the things that is most interesting about this game, which is a thing that I didn't know was at all even happening today, is that it would uh, is that you play this game through Facebook Messenger, which is nutty. I didn't even know that was a thing. There's no individual app. It's not, you know, you don't load it up through Facebook. You play it strictly only through Facebook Messenger, either on... Uh, web browser so you can click it load it up and it brings up a little square on your browser or through the facebook messenger app on your phone uh, which is great because i think it opens up a very interesting um a very interesting possibility where maybe at one point these big platforms may start to make games themselves to uh, draw in and maintain customers which I think is a super interesting potential for a way of new games to be made because obviously currently developers create games and release them as a single product nearly exclusively um, but it would be very interesting to see if some of these big platforms that have a lot of uh, a lot of the world's attention, a lot of global attention start to create their own content in a way to maintain that attention so in the same way that Netflix uh, has been creating, and Amazon Prime have been creating all their own original content, I just think it's a good way of, um, 
yeah, super interesting because obviously tons of good shows have come out of Netflix. Um, which people absolutely love and undoubtedly people have subscribed to Netflix for their original content. So, I mean, I mean, I don't really, I don't have Netflix, nor do I watch much of their stuff, but things like House of Cards and I know they did uh, the last season of, I've totally forgot what it's called, um, that thing with George Michael and mm, the family, mm, what's it called? Banana stand, Arrested Development, and all that stuff, um, all these solo shows to bring customers. Anyway, that got a bit tracked off, but whatever. Uh, anyway, so for example, if Facebook start developing their own games that you can only play through Facebook, and these things are normally free once you're a part of using part of the service as a way to keep you using their service. Uh, the chance of new games being created in this manner that you can play for free as long as you use a service, I think, is a super interesting way of um, maybe companies making some new games, which I'm all for, obviously. Uh, I mean, imagine if Facebook made their own game that was just a massive hit. It would be great for them, and it would be great for us. Uh, I don't know why they don't do it, but I guess I'm not really sure how many platforms could do it. Um, I guess all the big social media platforms, it's a bit different with games because it's normally the company, uh, so far at least, that's developed the platform. So Valve making Steam and I guess like Blizzard with the whole former Battle.net, now just Blizzard.net launches which will soon include um which will include destiny 2 am i right i think i'm right uh let me know if i'm wrong very interesting so i guess it's a bit different for games because the platforms are already there and offer the products products so well but um if other platforms just social media i'm trying to think what else could sort of do it I don't really know, but super interesting idea, and I want to see it happen. And that's pretty much all I have to say about this game. Uh, I mean, I'm fairly happy to have talked about an iPhone game for 23 minutes. That is essentially not a very good iPhone game, because there are lots of good ones out there, uh, especially for something so repetitive. Uh, but to be honest, I've enjoyed this game enough. You know, I sort of... We'll come back and sit down in the hostel or the Airbnb or wherever we've been staying and just we'll load something up on a telly or an iPad and I'll just sit and play this game. And it's kind of satisfying. I'm not very good at it as well. I'm pretty low on the leaderboards, which is insane because to go back to actually finding a group of people who are willing to play time at this game um, is beyond me. But I have. I like it. It's fun enough. I'll forget about it. Um, oh, one more thing I do want to mention, which I think is very important and very, very interesting. Very interesting is the impermanence of online games these days. With the way that updates work, the fact that 
because these games are often so often updating um, and they only exist in a digital space means that the original game is now nowhere to be found, whereas how all games throughout history uh, so far more or less have been... And it's the same with a lot of Steam games and, well, any sort of game that's only available through digital purchase. The fact that all old console games uh, were created in a physical manner meant that they could be very easily archived and played and, you know, that's the reason why people love them because they can play old Nintendo 64 games, they can play PS1 games because they have the physical cartridge or disc. Whereas a lot of games these days, I mean, even with the biggest games in the world, like League of Legends, the original League of Legends is gone. You know, you can't play that. It's, up, it's been updated hundreds and hundreds of times into what is essentially a totally different experience. Um, and I guess it's the exact same with the social factor of all of these games, because these games exist and are most interesting when the human interactions and shared experience becomes prominent. Uh, I, think it's, I think that's all super, super interesting. Um, and I mean, I think of when iPhone Touch came, the original iPhone and the iPod Touch, sorry, uh, all the games that flooded the marketplace, they're pretty much all gone now. So many of them you can't even find. Uh, so I remember there's just a random example. There was like a B-God sort of game um, where, you, you know, you can swipe around on the iPhone and you have a little island full of people and that'll make a little tornado or you can tilt the iPhone or shake the iPhone, which will cause an earthquake. Stuff like that. That game, gone. I think I looked for it one day. It was gone, which is nuts. It's no more than a memory. And the fact that all these games are being made and disappearing a couple of years later, uh, I think's kind of odd. The fact that it, they're just, they can only really live in memory other than um, through recordings. And again, with big games like League of Legends, uh, that's not as bad because they were so well documented because they were played by so many people and I mean, I guess they have competitive scenes where people, where these shows are, and matches are recorded so people can go back and watch them and analyze them and enjoy them or whatever they want to do with them. Uh, whereas a lot of these iPhone games were played by dramatically, well, I mean, a lot of them were played by millions. I, I don't know numbers. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to get at is that you can't play them anymore, and that is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I think that's all I've got to say. Um, I have no idea if this was any good, but it's all i got. Thank you for listening to this little ditty. Uh, it's been 3HR Solo by Lockie. Thanks for listening. You can find it on iTunes, on SoundCloud, probably somewhere else. Uh, I looked it up on Google one time and there was another place that you could get it, but I don't think it has any... I don't think anyone goes there. Thanks for listening. Um, again, enjoy the tune-out music, which, oh, Louis, great job, all of it, I love it. I don't know what you're going to use for the intro of this week. 
uh, I was thinking maybe I could record a little bit of audio that you could replace the start with where you say, Lockie's gone away, so it's just me today. And I might say, it's just me today. Instead of you, it's me. Uh, Thank you. All right, thanks for listening, and peace out. Oh